Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Welcome back, everyone, to another amazing episode of For the Love of Money, and my guest today is remarkable. I cannot wait for you to hear this interview. You know, I promised you some big-time guests, and I am delivering with this one. But before we get into that, I want to remind you that the waiting list has started for the 2019 Elite Business Mastermind that I run. Now, everyone who's in the 2018 Mastermind are already having massive breakthroughs, making tons more money than they did before, getting their dreams and their products out to market, and you guys are buying some of those. I love seeing it all come full circle. So listen, if you are an entrepreneur who is in the multiple six-figure range or low seven-figure range, and you wanna figure out once and for all how to get into this sustainable seven figures year after year after year and eventually grow to eight, then this is the mastermind for you. All you have to do is go check it out, get all your questions answered over at fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Again, fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Most of the answers to the questions you have are right there. Go ahead and fill out the application if you're intrigued. That will put you on the waiting list for 2019. It's first come, first serve. And we are going to make sure that it's nothing but the best participants in there. So go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Fill out the application and you will be notified that you are then on the waiting list. Now, like I said, I have an incredible guest today, Dr. Bill Dorfman. You probably know him as America's Dentist. As a matter of fact, you've seen him all over TV, whether it was on TV shows like ABC's Extreme Makeover, whether it's right now on The Doctors all the time on CBS, whether it's on Larry King Live or the Steve Harvey Show or Oprah. As a matter of fact, check this out. I asked him a question during the interview that only one other person has ever thought to ask him, and that was, Oprah. And I can't wait for you to hear his answer. You know, he was the co-founder of Bright Smile and Zoom Whitening, like all these products that we use every single day today. And he built it into a $1.3 billion company and generosity played a huge role in that. So I can't wait for you to hear the link between generosity some of the things he did when he was just in the service of giving and how that came full circle to help him turn that into a $1.3 billion company. He is a passionate philanthropist, the recipient of, you ready for this? 14, 14 Lifetime Achievement Awards, and he is just getting started. He, he really embodies our tagline of when good people make good money, they do great things. And not only does he embody that, but the stories he tells about other celebrities that he works with, they also embody that. And so this episode is one of those special episodes that will take you from wherever you are right now to completely and utterly unapologetic about your pursuit of your dreams and your success and your wealth because you know that when good people make good money, they do great things. So listen up, get ready, because this episode is epic. Dr. Bill, thank you so much for being on. It's an honor. Well, the honor's all mine. 
<laughs> we were introduced through a mutual friend who we're probably going to talk about a little bit later in the show who is helping run your LEAP program. And I cannot wait to go there. But before we go there, I start all of my shows with kind of a rapid fire session. It's just a, a fun way to help the listeners get to know you in a hurry. And if there's something that comes up that we want to do a deep dive on during the rapid fire, we'll kind of circle back to it. So you in? I'm ready. All right, Let's here go. we go. So where'd you grow up? I grew up in Granada Hills. Ah, and where do you live now? I live in Century City. Perfect. What is one of your superpowers? Uh, I'm good at helping people. Mm, love it. And what is one thing you're afraid of right now? Um, guns. Good answer. And what is one of your favorite books? Um, I just read, um, oh man, I'm doing, I'm doing audible books these days. So I'm doing book after book after book. You and me both. And yeah. So you know what I just read and I love this one is, um, um, never split the difference by Chris Voss. What, uh, what's that one about? Um, he's a negotiator. He's an FBI negotiator. Oh, he's amazing. Yes, I know who he is. He was interviewed on my friend Lewis Howell's yeah. podcast. Yes, yes. Yes. Interesting Great. guy. I'm going to have to read that. Uh, one regret that you currently have? None. Wow. Love that answer. Someone who's changed your life? Well, how about someone who gave me life? My mom. There we go. Two answers in one. I love it. Uh, what is something generous that you've recently done? Well, we just hit the $40 million mark with Smiles for Life. That was pretty cool. We donate money to uh, children's charities through a whitening campaign. Wow, remarkable. Well done. That's impressive. We're going to have to talk about that one in a little bit here. And what is one of your all-time favorite accomplishments this far? Um, hmm. Well... That's a tough one. I've had like I've had 14 lifetime achievement awards. I mean, the last one was pretty cool. I just got knighted. I am now Sir William. No way. <laughs> I, okay, so instead of Doctor Bill, I need to start calling you Sir William. Well, it's actually Doctor Sir William. <laughs> but how funny, right? You are definitely the first knight, and possibly the last one I will ever have on the show. That is super cool. That is super cool. All right, so let's go a little bit deeper into the interview. You're known as the celebrity dentist of the stars. Um, I mean, everyone who's listening, I guarantee you they've seen you on TV, whether it's you know, Extreme Makeover or The Doctors or Oprah. You seem to be everywhere. What has made you stand out from all the other peers in your field? Wow. You want to know something? You're the second person who asked me that, and the first one was Oprah. No way. I feel – Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. Yeah. I mean – Here's the thing, um, you know, people always think they're so, you know, clever when, you know, they can quote unquote think outside the box, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what I told Oprah. Like, I never even knew there was a box. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what box? Like, when I first heard that, I'm like, what box? I mean, I honestly don't have any boxes. Um, it's just... It, it's just, you know, that's never restricted me in any way. I've always kind of created and done, 
you know, what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And when I saw that things, you know, weren't, you know, weren't there or, or there was something missing or, or something could be better, I, I just, you know, always strive my best to figure out a way to make it, you know, make it better or, or create something. Was there something or someone in your upbringing that kind of helped shape this way that you think? Because that's, that's pretty rare. Most people have so many limiting beliefs around what they could accomplish or how big they could go. Where'd this come from? I don't know. I think it was intrinsic. I really do. I, I don't know. Um, I, I was a weird kid. I mean, <laughs> I, I never really felt like I fit in. I was, I, I was uh, like, I never felt like I was a kid, to be honest with you. I just always felt like an adult. It, it was a bizarre kind of a feeling. And, um, you know, I, I, I lost my, my dad at a really early age. I was the oldest of three kids. And um, I basically, like, took care of them. I mean, I was, like, four years old, and I'm, you know, giving a bottle to my one-year-old brother. You know, I just I, – I never really was a kid. I remember being in grammar school and looking around and thinking – Oh my gosh, these 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 kids are so immature. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like uh, you know, as a five and six year old, it, I was weird. I was I was super weird. But um, but you know, uh, I I I don't know what it is inside me that intrinsically makes me like that. I I was literally just born that way. It's amazing. I've actually gotten that answer more than you would expect. It's almost as if people have an old soul, right? And and they already kind of feel like they know what their purpose is, or at least that they're put here with a purpose. Now, earlier when we were doing the rapid fire, you mentioned that your mom was somebody who had totally changed your life. And you said, well, how about the person who gave me my life? My mom. What role did she play in your upbringing? And did it have anything to do with this unstoppable feeling that you seem to have ever since you were a kid? I think the greatest gift my mother gave me besides life was just the confidence to feel that I could do anything I wanted to do. And I think that as a parent, that's probably one of the greatest gifts you can give your kid is to just, you know, let them feel that they can do whatever it is that they want to do. I mean, within reason, you know, I kind of hate when people are like, oh, you can do anything. No, you can't do anything. Like, I want to fly. I know I can't fly. But, I mean, it, it is a fine line. But giving kids confidence to do things that I think that they're really capable of doing it is a very, very, very strong gift that you can give a kid and my mom gave me that and my mom has always been the greatest pillar in my life and and even now more than ever she's been fighting t-cell lymphoma for the last three years and i think that you know my brothers and my sister and, and everybody in my family have really gained an even greater respect for her just in in the day-to-day -day struggles that she faces and how tenacious and ferocious she really is in fighting this and um she's she's just an amazing woman mm, she sounds remarkable As a matter of fact i'll encourage everybody who's listening just to keep her in, in everyone's thoughts and prayers so when you were just 30 years old and now it's starting to make sense you founded discus dental and you created products that we all use every day still to this time that 
we probably had no idea you were the creator of, such as Zoom whitening products. How did you turn this into a billion-dollar company? Did it? Did the dream start out that big, or did it just kind of happen? You know, this is one of those things. Um, in the late '80s, you know, I saw that tooth whitening really caught on, but the systems that were out there were, were horrible. And you know, the packaging was bad. The directions for use were bad. The flavor was bad. Like all these things were bad. And I got a phone call from the company basically saying, hey, you know, you're probably our number one customer. I thought, wow, I'm the number one customer and I have so many ideas to make your product better. And I wanted to literally just donate my time and energy to help them make the product better. And it was kind of like, yeah, you're 30. You don't know anything. <laughs> We're making lots of money. Go away. And I thought. Well, if they don't want to make it better, I'll do it on my own. So I did the old build a better mousetrap. And, you know, we, we were talking about earlier, we were talking about how important it is to give back. I mean, it's really crazy. I, I wrote a TED Talk for, um, you know, how when, every time I, I've really like planned on just giving back without any other ulterior motive, I've ended up gaining more than I think I gave. And, you know, the the creation of Discus Dental was the same. I, I was at the gym one day and a woman came up and asked me if I'd like to help um, raise money for children's cancer research. I said, of course. I, I said, that'd be great. She said, well, you are a dentist. I said, yes. She goes, and you're single, right? I, I'm like, yeah, but what does that have to do with anything? She goes, well, we're doing a bachelor auction. And <laughs> As silly as that was, and I, my, my gut reaction was, no, I don't want to do this. But I thought, okay, I'll do it. So I do the bachelor auction, and, and it was silly. But the guy in line behind me ended up becoming my best friend. And it was Robert Heyman. And Robert grew up in the cosmetic industry. And you know his father, Fred Heyman, literally created Beverly Hills. And you know with his you know, knowledge of manufacturing and marketing and, 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 you know, and just building and growing a business and, you know, my input as to, you know, all the, the aspects of dentistry and whitening and this and that, we, we started a company w with nothing and we literally grew it to $1.3 billion in sales. That's incredible. There's very few people in the world that get to say they grew a billion dollar company. The thing I want to ask you about, though, in your answer is this. You said every time that you seem to give and you give with no, no expectation, you seem to get more back in return. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, I mean, OK, so that was discus, you know. Um, here we are rolling around, you know, having fun, making this company. And, you know, 20 years ago, we get a phone call from a group of dentists called the Crown Council. And they said, listen, we'd like to do a fundraiser where we whiten people's teeth. And instead of having them write a check to the dentist, they write it to Smiles for Life. And you know the money will go to children's charities. So can we purchase your whitening product you know, at your cost? And you know, we sat down, and my partners and I, and we talked about it, and we said, no. We're not going to sell it to you at our cost. We're going to donate it to you. Well, over the past 20 years, with several different celebrities 
and myself included doing public service announcements and publicizing Smiles for Life and whatnot, um, Garth Brooks jumped on board really early and that helped. We've raised $40 million for children's charities, which has been huge and, and, and has been amazing and, and a great thing that we could give back. But the thing that also happened, which we didn't even expect, was that all these dentists in the Crown Council, and there were thousands of them, became our best customers. You know, they were our diehard fans and they purchased more of our products than any other dental group in the world and really contributed to a, a large part of the success that, that my company, Discus Dental, had. So, you know, this is an example of us really just, you know, wanting to give back to kids and, you know, it ended up benefiting my company tremendously. Dr. Bill, this is like music to my ears because that's what this show stands for, right? When good people make good money, they do great things. And, and it's a show about generosity and giving. And, you know, you never give to get. But I'm telling you, time after time, guest after guest, this is the underlying theme that the more you give, of course, everything else is going to fall into place that much easier. Now, where did this desire for impact come from? I mean, let's be honest. You have 14 Lifetime Achievement Awards. Um, you're on TV nonstop, you know, making people's smiles over. You're involved in all these charities. Where did this deep desire to create so much impact and to give in such a big way come from? Uh, I, you know, I don't know where it came from. I mean, you know, I think that just raising, you know, my brothers and, you know, being a big brother and, and just getting the gratification that you get in helping somebody and seeing them succeed was just such a powerful thing to me. And I'll tell you the biggest example of, you know, of what we were talking about is when ABC called me and asked me to be on Extreme Makeover. You know, this is a show, you know, which really was one of the very, very first reality TV shows. And, you know, I went into this really not knowing the impact that this was going to have. Um, the very first episode when we shot the pilot, I just did Zoom whitening and, you know, and, and that was great. And I, you know, I whitened three patients' teeth and the show got picked up and then we had 22 episodes to do. And the first episode, my patient needed 20 porcelain veneers. And at the time, you know, we were charging about $1,500 a veneer. So it was like $30,000. And ABC called me and said, Doc, that's really high. Like, we didn't budget that much. And I said, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal. I'll do all the dentistry for free under certain conditions. And, and the first is I want you to really, you know, give my lab a shout out. And, and, you know, Da Vinci Dental, Da Vinci Veneers became famous. You know, I said, you know, I'd like you to you know, let me show Zoom whitening on every episode. And they said, fine. And so we did that. Well, <clears throat> as a net result, our company went from 75 million in sales in 2003 <clears throat> to over $100 million in sales in 2004. And the next year, 135 million. And the following year, 176 million. And, you know, it ended up really adding so much value to our company that when we ended up selling the company in 2010, and, and that's a whole nother story, um, it, it, it was hugely, hugely impactful. 
Dr. Bill, this is amazing. And I actually remember you from that show. Um, my brother was a producer on that show, ironically, and I, I used to watch it you know, all the time. I love that show. It makes you feel good to watch these before and afters. And you would give people these brand new smiles, and they would have this brand new confidence, and therefore they felt like they could go out and conquer the world. What is the importance of a smile in your mind? Well, wait, before we do that, who is your brother? Uh, Nick Harder. He was on Extreme Makeover Home Edition, one of the producers, not on the uh, uh, okay. the other one. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did the People Edition. <laughs> um, the, I mean, your smile's everything. You know, the, the thing is, if you have a bad smile, you don't smile. And that says volumes to people. They think that, you know, that you're upset or they think that there's something wrong with you or they think that you're not friendly or, I mean, so many different things, right? And, you know, and it's not just, you know, the aesthetics. I mean, listen, when I did Extreme Makeover, there are a lot of people that criticize the plastic surgery and the, and the, you know, breast augmentations and this. Nobody ever said, wow. They shouldn't fix their teeth, right? They should leave their bad teeth. I mean, our segments on the dental part were the most popular ones on the show because, you know, think about it. People that watch, 99% of them will ever work out with a weight trainer, have a nutritionist, do all of the other stuff that happens. But everybody goes to the dentist and everybody has teeth. So, you know, what we were doing was really more relatable than pretty much anything on the show. You know, that I can, I can be a, actually a testimony for that. I have veneers all the way across the top. And with, once I got them, I felt this, this whole other level of wanting to put myself out there, wanting to be on video all the time, wanting to do these shows. It, it is, in my opinion, absolutely okay to go out there and make a few adjustments so that you can be the best version of yourself and serve people in a much bigger way as a result. Would you agree? I agree wholeheartedly. So speaking of serving people, I found you through Charlie, who is, I think he's like your executive director or something like that for Leap. Is that right? Yeah. And um, Leap is a week-long award-winning motivational leadership program for, I think it's like 15 to 25-year-olds. Do I have that correct? You did your homework. Perfect. So here's what caught my attention. Um, he was over here in the house, and um, we were just chatting. He told me about Leap and his involvement in it, and I looked it up. And I thought, this is exactly what the world is missing. And here it's been around for 10 years, and this was my first time hearing of it. And it's aimed at creating real-world skills that, that just aren't taught in school, right? How many times have we said they should teach this stuff in school, and they're not? So where did the idea come from 10 years ago? Well, what happened was... This group of dentists, the, uh, the, the Crown Council, had something they called dental boot camp that I attended for years. And everybody who went to this thought this was such a great thing that they actually asked, hey, why don't you do something like this for kids? So the founder um, started something which was kind of the precursor to Leap. And unfortunately, he passed away about 15 years ago. And the program died. And I thought, you know, this is too, it's too important. You know, there, there's, there's definitely a need for this. And so 11 years ago, we resurrected it and renamed it. We made it a nonprofit. And the, uh, the program has, 
you know, really exploded and taken off. And in fact, this is the time of year when, you know, students and, you know, their parents sign them up for the, the for the program. It's um, it's going to be July 22nd to the 28th at UCLA. It will be a, an amazing program. I've already gotten commitments from Elon Musk and Mark Wahlberg um, to uh, to attend. Um, usually Mayor Eric Garcetti is there every year. I mean, it's it's pretty phenomenal. And, you know, the students come from all over the world. We'll have between four and five hundred students. They sleep, sleep in the dorms at UCLA. And 60 percent of the students that, that come to the program um, apply for and come on scholarship. Um, but, you know, the, the program is always you know, full and it, it, it's just, it, it's an amazing experience. Most of the kids that come to the program tell me that it's pretty much the highlight of their year every year. What type of breakthroughs do they have? Like what are the biggest things that they walk away from with? I think it, it's what mom gave me confidence, you know, it, you know, this is a really rough time to grow up for kids. And especially all the uh, the bullying and the social media pressure and this and that and the other thing. And the cool thing about Leap is when you get there, we put you in a group with 10 other students your age. And these students are really committed to helping you be successful as well. And, you know, that kind of positive peer pressure is invaluable. This is remarkable. When we say, you know, people like Elon Musk and Mark Wahlberg are involved, how do you get that I mean, level listen, of individuals there listen, to teach and be mentors? I've had Usher, Eva Longoria, Jason Alexander, Anthony Hopkins, um, Apollo Ono, the Olympic athlete, Michael Strahan. I, I mean, we get because people that are successful love to give back. And, you know, all of Pentatonix has come. I mean, I've been friends with these kids since they became famous. I mean, you know, it's it's really amazing to see how, you know, I could never afford to pay these people to come. But, you know, Chris Paul came two years ago. I mean, we get these amazing, amazing speakers just to come and kind of share what their secret sauce is. I love that you've put this together. This is exactly what every kid 15 to 25 well, year old need. Well, why don't you come? You should, you should come. I would love to. I'd be honored. I will be there. I checked out the dates. It's actually July 23rd it starts. Is that right? Um, I think it starts on July 22nd. Okay. Whatever that Sunday is. I think it's the 22nd to the 28th. We are literally heading back from Greece the day before, and I will make sure I come check this thing out. I can't wait to see this in action. As a matter of fact, Lori and I, as a thank you for being on the show, are going to donate a scholarship to one of the kids who are coming how can other people do that how can they get involved and donate scholarships for this that is so sweet thank you i mean just go to our website um uh, www.leapfoundation.com um there's a place to donate there if you have kids 15 to 25 um send them to the program i, I promise you I will send you back a better kid. 
people people are always amazed. They're like, I don't. What did you say in that one week that turned this kid around? But it happens year after year, student after student. It's just, it's phenomenal what you know what an impact this program can have on a kid. I love this. And when you said successful people just want to give back, that's exactly what you're doing. Couple more questions for you, if you got the time. Yeah, I'm here. Perfect. Uh, tell me about some of the other charities you're involved with. I think the one of the big ones is Smiles for Life. Is that right? Smiles for Life is the one that we talked about. We just hit the uh, $40 million mark. That's insane. Um, this has been going on for 20 years. Every year we do a um, Smiles for Life fundraising campaign where we basically whiten kids' teeth. Um, and again, instead of writing a check to the doctor, uh, the check is written to Smiles for Life. So 100% of the money that we raise goes to children's charities. And um, Garth Brooks, who's been involved, pays all the operational costs for Smiles for Life. So literally 100% of your money will go to kids. Mm, I love this. Okay, so everybody listening, obviously they're successful people and they want to create this type of impact as well. How do they get their ideas off the ground? You've done this very successfully with a lot of different ideas. Where do they find the funding? How do they get it going? How do they get momentum behind it? Well, I mean, when you say ideas, I mean, we're talking about so many different things. I mean, you know, it's like when people say, you know, Dr. Bill, what do you do? Well, you know, I'm a dentist. I'm also on, you know, the CBS show, The Doctors. I'm also a New York Times bestselling author. I also, you know, um, started and founded, you know, one of the largest whitening companies in the world. You know, I also run the Leap Foundation. I mean, so all of these are so different. Like, I can't give you like one cookie cutter answer. But philanthropic. For... How how does somebody get, get their, take their philanthropic idea and get that off the ground? Because a lot of them fail. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really hard. You know, um, philanthropy is you know comes in a lot of different forms and I'll, I'll tell you something that you can do that will never fail just be nice mm, love that. You know? something that all of us can do yeah just be nice every day you know try to smile at people and just be nice to people i mean in a way that's kind of philanthropy you're giving you know a good feeling to people and you know even if you can't get something off the ground. There are so many worthy foundations that you can get involved in teen, teenage, you know, suicide hotlines. I mean, I, there's so many things you can do. It's just, you know, people often say, well, you know, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know what I can do. I mean, you can, you can work at the dog pound. You, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. You know, if you want to start something, I would say what I say to all of my kids at Leap, you have the greatest resource in the world right at your fingertips go on the internet find something that's similar see what they did and do it better yeah i mean that's that's the best thing no matter what it is you know that's how i started my dental practice i went out i shadowed the five most successful dentists in la i took copious notes on everything that they did and then when i opened my office my goal was to do it even better I love that. It's There's literally no excuse not to be resourceful, especially with the internet now, because all the answers are out there and they're all there for free. So somebody like yourself, now that you've become so successful and you know, you've know you got this significant level of fame, 
Do you feel a responsibility to leave a large impact in it and to leverage what you've been given? I mean, I don't feel like <laughs> like I have all this fame and stuff. I just feel, you know, like I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life, really. You know, it, it's 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 kind of I mean, I don't feel that way, um, you know, I, and I feel like I, I, I just love giving back. I love helping people. You know, I, I speak at dental schools all over the world. And in fact, uh, this weekend I'm leaving for Poland and I'm going to speak. I was asked to come and speak to the 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 Polish Student Association. It's 1000 Polish dental students. <laughs> And I'm going to start my lecture there the same way I do every time I talk to dental students. And what I like to tell them is this. I have had one of the most amazing careers of any dentist in the history of dentistry. And what I want to do is stand here and tell you what I did, not to brag, so you can do better. Wow. I want to inspire you and show you and use what I did as a starting point, and then you go out and put me to shame. That's what I want to see. So we always say copy genius. I've been doing it. I'm going to share with you all the things that I've done, and if any of this stuff inspires you, I would love to see you like 10, 15 years from now and say, hey, Dr. Bill, you know how you raised $20 million? I raised $40 million. I love it. Setting the pace and then challenging them to do even better. That is fantastic. It's what everyone needs to be doing. So before By I ask, way, did I tell you that we raised $20 million? We raised $40 million 40. for Smile Yeah, I was going to say, you guys just hit the $40 million yeah, mark, which is remarkable. Million. Yeah. I love that. So before I ask your last question, where can we follow you? Where, where's the best place to find you? You know what? I have really embraced Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> you and me Go both. Figure. It's my favorite platform. Well, yeah. Having all these kids, you know, my kids are, tw I have twins that are 20 and 25. So about a year ago, I kind of got into the whole Instagram thing. I'm not going to lie. I have a social media guy. So um, Bruno kind of spreads it all out to all the other platforms. But um but I'm big on, on, on Instagram. So we really try and post two really good things every day. And um, you can follow me at it's Dr. Bill Dorfman, D-R-B-I-L-L Dorfman. And uh, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's my deal. Perfect. And we're going to put links in the show notes, both to your Instagram, to your website, to the Leap Foundation, to the spot where people can donate. We'll make sure it's really easy for everybody. So last question is this, and I'm so grateful for your time. Why should people be unapologetic about their pursuit of success? Why should people be apologetic? No, unapologetic. Oh. Unapologetic about their pursuit of success. I never thought I had to apologize for my pursuit of success. Like, <laughs> I love that's it. just like, see, I guess this is kind of my like thinking outside the box thing. Like when you said that, I'm like, that's a weird thing. Really? <laughs> People are. Is that nuts? It's a huge epidemic. There's people that are playing small because they're afraid people are going to judge them when they dream out loud, when they say how big they want to be, when they talk about how large you know of a dream they want to create. It's amazing how it holds know what people I back. Say? Who cares? I mean, honestly, like, 
if somebody if somebody actually wants to judge you and criticize you for that, they've got issues, not you. Oh, I love that. Who cares? Amen to that. Who cares? Dr. Bill, thank you so much for your time. I am so grateful for the invitation to Leap. I will be there. I'm looking forward to it. And just thanks for all the great information that you shared with everyone today. Well, thank you for the opportunity. And please, if you have kids that are 15 to 25 or know people that have kids that are 15 to 25, please do go on our website, sign up. Also, if you have an interesting career, um, one of our favorite things, in fact, this is what I'd love for you to do is come on Friday of Leap Week. That will be on the 27th of July. We do something called a mentor workshop where we have over a hundred different professionals sitting with these students and just giving them an opportunity to fire away questions and say, you know, what is it that, you know, what you do, what were your challenges? How'd you overcome them? I mean, it's amazing. I'd love to have you be a mentor in the workshop and maybe some of your listeners that are, you know, local to LA or, or you know, have interesting jobs that would like to come and do that. Um, we, we're always looking for new mentors as well. I'm honored and I will be there. Anyone who's listening that has a significant accomplishment and great information to offer, how should they or who should they contact in order to be a mentor? Um, best thing is they can just go on the Leap website and um, there's a contact button. They can push that and contact us. Um, the, or, you know, what? I'm also I'm really good on direct message on Instagram. Just go on my Instagram, DM me, and I'll, uh, I promise I'll get back to you. I answer everybody personally. All right, perfect. Thanks for the offer. I will be there, and I'm looking forward to it. All right, thanks so much. Thank you, Dr. Bill. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.